Listen to a real-life story of how the practice of meditation has the power to enable someone to bring about significant life changes with my guest Erin Lane. Erin, a single mother who now works as a bus driver here in WA, shares how it was through the introduction of meditation six years ago. She was able to overcome her personal history that held her in a cycle of drink, drugs and a toxic relationship. Erin tells of the pivotal moment of how she was able to see the repeating film tape of her life that she was stuck in and how she realised that her life didn't have to be like that and that she could write a new story with new options for herself. Erin goes further talking about her journey with meditation at the two centres of Perth Meditation and Mandurah Meditation and the many broader benefits it has brought her, particularly to her own self-confidence, parenting and work. This is a very raw and real story and it was very courageous of Erin to come onto the podcast and share it as I know it would have been something she wouldn't have even considered many years ago and it really underlines the power of this practice as well as the fundamental impact the stories we tell ourselves have on how our life maps out and how we can rewrite them. So enjoy Erin. Hello and welcome back to WA Real. I'm your host Bryn Edwards. The application, usefulness and benefits of meditation in everyday life is what we'll be exploring today with my guest, Erin Lane. Erin, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks Bryn, nice to be here. So Erin, you were originally born in New South Wales. I was, yes. And But grew up here in Western Australia. Yep. Yeah. Um, tell me, what was it like growing up here in WA? Um, I love that I guess, I don't really know what else to compare it to. But yeah. <laughs> uh, after uh, my dad actually committed suicide when I was four, right. so that was in New South Wales. So that's where he was from. My mum's from this side of the world, so uh, yeah, grew up here, and from four onwards, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So that was leaving your father's passing. Yes. In New yep. South Wales. Yep. Was that a deliberate thing to come to? Yep. Yep. Well, he met my, my so my father met my mother here in WA then. Uh, they moved to New South Wales and yeah, after he passed away, yeah, moved back here because yeah. that's where my mum's family's all from. Yeah. Do you remember much about that time? Yeah, I do a fair, a fair bit actually, considering four, four years age isn't very old, but you, yeah. you remember things, yeah. And what do you remember from that time? Oh, I remember it being quite hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, after, after such a big thing like that, you remember it being normal childhood before that and then after that it was really tough really tough you know everyone all the adults around me were just unhappy and my mum especially couldn't cope looking after us kids so yeah we we couldn't live with her we lived with other family members and, and stuff my sister and I yeah yeah so it was pretty tough it was pretty tough after that. yeah and then so you came to Western Australia what was that like for the next um it's just really sad, actually. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't happy times. Um, I remember just, you know, my mum, I'd see her on weekends and then she'd drop us off at wherever we were, we were living with aunties. And um, it's just sad, you know, you just want to be with your mum, you just want your parents. Yeah. But, you know, you, we, didn't, we didn't have that. So I grew up feeling really, really reserved from people. I just really separated myself from from people and and just didn't feel like I fit in anywhere so it was because you wanted the connection with mum yeah just there's no connection to anything or anyone and I was really unhappy and I, I was teased I, you know I wore glasses I just really felt like an outsider it was really that you know that kind of set the tone for 
the way I was as I grew up, you know, just really reserved child, unhappy and yeah, it was it wasn't nice. And whereabouts in WA did you grow up? Um, it was all like Leadville and then Gruen, Belga, you know, the, all the homes west housing and you know, I grew up pretty poor and and stuff. So yeah, just in Perth there. And um yeah, just in that area there. Yeah, pretty much for most of my childhood. Mm. So tell me what do you get up to nowadays? What do you do? Tell, nowadays, tell us about Erin. Nowadays. Now. Nowadays, everything is very different. Um, basically, my whole life revolves around Perth and Mandra meditation. Yeah. Which I found about six or seven years ago. Yep. Um, and yeah, this meditation has changed my life, basically. Yeah. It's that simple. It's just completely changed my life. Saved my life, really. Saved your life? It has. It's saved my life. Mm. And outside of meditation, just to give the listeners an idea, what does what do you do for a living? I'm a trans about your home. Perth bus driver, so I work for yep. Transdev, is the company. Uh, so I drive buses in Mandurah and Fremantle, all around Perth, and um, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's how long have you been doing that for? Nearly two years now. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I, what drew you to to be a bus driver? Yeah, I don't know. I just I've always had that idea. I, I want to be a bus driver, so you know, one day I just went and got my HR and worked towards it, and yeah, it just happened. It's it's just I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. What is it you enjoy about it? Um, the challenge of you know driving such a big vehicle, you know, and maneuvering around Fremantle streets <laughs> yes. for one, it can be pretty tricky on the especially in the long weekends and things. Um, but you know, just tra- carrying passengers and you know yeah. safely, you know, all different types of people. You know, looking after their well-being and getting them safely to where they need to be. You know, it's just, it's, I don't know, I really enjoy it. Mm. Awesome. So, as you said, and as I said in the introduction, meditation has been part of your life for six or seven years yes. now. Yes, yeah. What was life like before you found this? So, I guess, you know, as a kid, as I grew up, um, my mum is Noongai, she's Aboriginal. Not obviously, you can't really tell she is, but you know we are, we are Aboriginal. I identify as being Aboriginal as well. So um, we didn't actually grow up with any family or any culture. So that was another thing. You know, I actually always felt connected to the, the the culture somehow, but we didn't grow up with it in our lives. So that was another thing. So as I got older, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, it was just around all the time. It was just a normal part of life. You know. Yeah. And um, I was 17 when I met the father of my children. And yeah. not so when you say drugs and alcohol, was that you getting involved or it was around? It was as a kid. Around? I was a kid and it was around me, you know, everyone, it was just normal. Yeah. Everywhere so you you're go. drinking and trying drugs? Yeah, I was, I was 15 when I started drinking alcohol, started using drugs. Um, what were you using? Marijuana for starters and then... I was 17 when I met the father of my, my children and I didn't know at the time, but he was a drug addict and a drug dealer. Right. So I quickly found out the truth about all that and then I also started using myself. So yeah. And what were meth, you using? Meth and amphetamines, I guess that's what it's called. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was a pretty hard journey for, for about four years, you know, now of using drugs and, yeah. This is well as having the kids as well yeah i had my daughter when i was uh, 18 so you know trying to be a good mum, but you know 
in the back of your mind you, you want drugs as well and trying not to have them but you know I I did <laughs> yeah and um yeah what's it like living with that that trying to have that tension. balance it's not easy you know because you know you you know, you know you don't want to be a drug addict. You don't want to think about drugs. You want to be a good person, healthy, happy person, you know, be a good parent. But in the back of your mind, yeah, you have that, you know, niggling thoughts. Go get, have drugs, you know, or anything, any habit. doesn't matter what it is, you know. We, yeah. Everyone has a habit, or whether it's good or bad, you know. We can't control most of the time, you know. So, yeah, it's not nice to not have control of you of your own mind, your own thoughts and the habits just control you, you know, so yeah. it's not a good thing at all. So what were the sort of, what were the sort of stories that were going through your head at this time? Oh, what some of the things that happened? Yeah, well, so the stories that you're telling yourself during this as well. Just like, for me, for me, it was like, what is this life about? You know, that was something that was really, you know, I always wanted, you know, so for me, I took drugs because there was that emptiness, you know, there was that, that something that wasn't satisfied, you know, no matter you have your love of your children or I was in a bad relationship anyway, but you know, there's, there's always that thought, what is this all about? You know? So for me, I didn't see, oh, well, who cares if I have drugs? You know, what, what does it really matter? I guess that was my way of right. accepting it a little bit that I was using drugs because I'm like, none of, none of it matters. Everything's bullshit if you ask me. Like, not, this life doesn't make sense. So that's yeah. really how I used to think. Mm. So the drugs just took you away from it. Yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't really matter to me. You know, I wasn't, you know, I still made sure my daughter looked after her. You know, everything was okay, you know, but that's how I, yeah, I, I let myself accept the fact that these drugs because I'm like, well, who cares really? You know, I'm not hurting anyone, you know. It's just a habit that I... I'm doing myself, you know, but really, I didn't want to, of course, but I just, you know, I didn't see the point of worrying about it too much most of the time. So how long did this cycle continue for? Oh, you know, there was times where I had it a lot and there was times where I felt like I was in control and I didn't have it so much. So over a period from 17 to 27, so at least like 10 years, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. And you were still with your father's, uh, your daughter's father? No, we separated, yeah, mm. yeah. So that was, you know, we had a lot of bad times, you know, violence and abuse and stuff. So, you know, I realised I have to get out of this relationship as soon as I, I could. So that happened. Yeah, and I was able to, to, you know, go find some healthier, happier times, but... In the back of my mind, I still thought about drugs and having drugs. So. Right. And how many kids have you got at this point? Now I've got two. Yeah. Yeah. And, th and this is at that point as well? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, we, we ended up getting back together for a little while after a few years. Yeah. You know, but still, I realised this ain't going to work. We can't play happy families here, you know. Um, I need to get on with my life and follow my path, and I knew it wasn't with him. So Yeah. Yeah. So, when did meditation pop up? Yeah, I was 29. 29, I think it was, yeah. So, I, um, actually, it's my daughter. She found a brochure in the letterbox and uh, with all the bills, you know, she brought, she was 11 at the time. And she knew I was looking for meditation. She knew I was looking for different things like that. Were so you searching it? I had been, you know, on and off for years. I've been trying to find, you know, 
answers to all the questions that I've always had. So. All that, mm. what's this about? It's all bullshit. Yeah, yeah. you know. Just... When, when was the sort of switch from, oh, this is all bullshit, fuck it, I'll just take drugs to, there's got to be more than this. It, to me, it's all a part of it, you know, because yeah. when you're on drugs, your mind, you know, it, it just goes to places where it wouldn't normally, I guess, if you're straight. So I've had a lot of aha moments when I've been on drugs and yeah. a lot of awakening moments, actually. And, you know, so I guess having drugs was a part of the journey, you know, for yeah. me. Uh, I had a lot Primed of... you. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, it was like that. It was really like that. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of times, you know... Yeah, when I've been on drugs, I've really had some really amazing moments, but really awakening moments. But yeah, you, you know, you, there's no answers in having drugs, you know, for, for, for the full term of things, so I guess you can say. But anyway, when I come across this meditation, yeah, my daughter found the brochure and um, there was a seminar up the road from where we were living at the time in, in the centre of Mandra. So I'm like, okay, well, well yeah, I'm going to go check this out. And as soon as I heard what this method was about, it just blew my mind. It's just like, oh my God, this is it. This is what I'm looking for. Why was that? Because of the method, the way that they explain to you. So basically our body is like a camera and with our eyes, our nose, our mouth, our ears, we're always recording. So everything we've experienced, experienced our whole entire lives is all stored in our minds, like, uh, you know, the hard drive. And what humans are doing, what we are doing, is we are replaying that over and over, and we live inside that videotape, that picture of the life we've lived, thinking this is who I am. Yes. So, you know, I thought that I'm this person, you know, I thought that, you know, I've got no real proper education, low self-esteem, you know, I don't come from a good family. You know, this is who I think I am, you know, and this yeah. is what is keeping me unhappy. This is a story Aaron's telling us. Yeah, herself. it's not a good story. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> But, you know, that's who I think I am. And I didn't really know how to change that yeah. until I found this meditation. And they explained, we are just, you know, living inside of that. But if we actually let go and discard that with this method, you know, you, you can really change. And as soon as I heard all this, it just resonated to me. Like, yeah, clunk. it's just like, this is what I've been waiting for. Can't Here we go. Yeah, I just knew straight away. Was it kind of the first time you'd been pulled out of your story? Yeah. To look at your story from yes, exactly. That's fr it. from a distance. Yep, you know, or, or just from a yeah from a place where from you can watch it. That's right. It's like, Rather than being stuck in it. Yeah. It was exactly it. Yeah. Really so, much. where did you go from there then? Um, you know, there were signing people up on the spot there, and I, I didn't like people. You know, big crowds of people. I just didn't like it. So I quickly <laughs> got out of there as quick as I could. Yeah, and I, I called up and I made a one-on-one -on -one private appointment just to go in there and and see them and uh, started the, two days later. Uh, level one, yeah, yeah. It was this there's seven levels with this meditation. So yeah, I started level one and just straight away I knew this is it. What was it you knew? I knew I had to do this. I just knew that this was going to get me to where I want to be. And it's interesting that you know, as I sit here and listen to you talk, you're like, there's a real I can see conviction. I really know. Where, where, where does that? Where do you feel that when you? I felt that from you, inside. You know, I just felt it like universe, just like this is it. This is where you need to be now. And I just felt it straight away. I don't know how to explain it, but mm. I just connected straight away. Had you felt anything like that before? Never, 
never. So yes, yeah, so, uh, so my whole life I felt like I've been waiting for something, you know. Right. Really, like this was a life I was living, which really wasn't meant to be that way. I just always felt like that. So when yeah, I found this meditation, it was just kind of like, there you go. This is what you're meant to be doing now, and I just felt like, yeah, this is feels right. Mm. Was it uh, an easy habit to get into to start with? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You know, because of, I guess, I was still using drugs and a lot of alcohol. Oh, you were at this point? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Not a lot, but, you know, enough to... It was still there. Yeah, it was still there. And, you know, you don't want to go meditate if you're hungover or coming down off drugs, you know. So I, I had to... It took me a couple of months to really sort a better routine out. And, and the more I meditated, the easier it was to let go of the, the everyday stupid habits that I had, you know. Not stupid habits, but you know they were stopping me from moving forward. So it did take a little bit of time hmm. for that, but not much, you know, because this felt so right. So I just followed and I just kept going, and it just changed everything. What were some of the early breakthroughs that you had? Oh, just just talking to people and feeling comfortable around people, not caring what people thought of me. You know, that was my biggest thing, I guess, when I before I started this meditation is not feeling good enough whatsoever for anything yeah. you know so that's why I didn't I didn't really work like I just worked uh as a massage therapist from home like I didn't really do anything that involved groups of people because I, I just didn't like being around many people yeah. that changed you know it I, I stopped caring what people think you know it's not like I even tried to stop it's just it just became natural to be around people and just really because I dropped all that with the meditation, I've just let go of, of all the pictures, which are not even real, you know, it's not a real thing, mm. it's just an idea, or it's just what's in my mind, no no one else is probably thinking that, it's just me that's keeping myself, yeah. like, what were some of those pictures that you got rid of? The pictures, just, just like, you go through your childhood, and all those times where you felt, like, at school, you know, you know, whatever happened at school, a lot of the time it was me, just not liking wanting to be there around the people and, and other kids. I just didn't feel like I fit in anywhere in my whole life. Yeah. So once you get rid of that, hmm. you don't... Instead of play, pressing play on that yeah. film again. And feeling uncomfortable all the time. Once that's gone, you can just be happy no matter where you are. Yeah. You can just you know be around people. You know You don't have to... Only I was making myself feel uncomfortable, you know, and so I stopped doing that yeah. as I let go of that you know, habit that I of doing that in my mind all my life. Really it changed so much. So that's the biggest thing. Just being able to be around people, feel comfortable being around people all the time and yeah. That yeah, was I imagine you big... couldn't be doing bus driving. No. Erin <laughs> of old couldn't be doing bus driving. No way. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I've done so many other things like recently with my work and stuff, which no way I could have done, you know, if I didn't do this meditation and didn't let go of of everything. Mm. That was so, stopping me. So you start, you have the you you go through this period of of making it into habit, and then the, the drink of the drugs today starts to tail off. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like I'm not saying I don't drink at all. I still have drinks, you know. I'm not saying that I don't at all, but um, like I don't drink now to make myself feel happy. You know, I just drink as a social thing. You know. Yeah. Before I drink all the time. Is it more of a conscious choice? It was a con- as opposed to an unconscious program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So everything's a lot different now. You know, it's like automatic. You just do things automatically, and 
you know, before it was like, yeah, I really had to try not to do drugs or, you know, alcohol. But now I don't even have time to even worry. I don't even worry about any of that anymore. It's not even a part of my life that I even need to stress about. Yeah. At all. So it's, it just, it's just amazing. sort of fell away. It, everything, all the all that fell away. It just falls away. It's not even a problem. It's amazing how it just yeah. changed. So tell me more about the journey going further into meditation. So you start and then where else does it take you? It, the more you go into it, there are, there are seven levels. So the more you go into it, you know, the more, the what deeper the, it gets, basically. What are the seven levels? What, what's this technique called, by the way? I haven't asked you that. And what are the seven levels? Uh, it's subtraction meditation. So there are like 350 centers around the world. Um, and yeah, each center is called by the local. So there's Perth meditation, Mandarin meditation. So if you get on the website, you can Google it. There are so many centers. Yeah. But yeah, there are seven levels. Um, so yeah, I, I can talk about it, but I don't have to. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, give us a, a uh, brief insight. Okay. Also, level one, you're throwing away all your remember thoughts of your life lived. Okay. So that's the, the videotape. That's the pictures we've taken. Uh, level two is all the images of myself, images of all the relationships. So you go, again, from a higher perspective, you're really looking at your life, you know, from that distance, like you said before. And you're looking at your life and how your, all your relationships are, and, you know, you're just letting it go because we hold ourselves to what we think we should be and how other people think we should be, you know. Yeah. It's, we, it's like a trap, you know. We, we think it should be that way, but we stress about how things should be and how I should be as a parent, you know, or whatever. We put so much pressure on ourselves, so that's level two, you know. We just we just let it go out of our minds, the program. And level three, like this body, you know. Everything we think about this body, what doesn't matter what race you are, what sex you are, you know, whatever. We really hold ourselves as this is who I am. But, you know, once we let go of the concept of who we think we are, the whole new world just awakens within us. Mm. And it, it, it really just connects you to, the, you know, the, the true you, the universe self. So it's just completely changes everything. And then level four, five, six, and seven are similar. So it's just deeper. It's just connecting to that universe energy, stronger mm. and stronger. Mm. Phenomenal. It is. And tell me about your journey into these different levels. You obviously start off. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, every, everybody's journey is different. I've, I've, you know, spoken to so many people, but... It, it it's going to that oneness, you know, that one place. You know, we all come from the universe. And the thing is, we have this program and we have everything we think we are. And that's actually stopping us from really being one, as mm. one. So that's what is amazing about this method. It, it works because only your in, individual self knows what we have in our minds, you know. And only we can let it go. So it's it's really, you know, once we let go of the concept of everything we think we are, and we can connect to that that universe consciousness, and that's the real oneness, you know. Yeah. So it's just unbelievable, and oh, I can't even remember all the stories, you know. But yeah. So many different times, it's just you know that that lacking feeling, you know that 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 self that's never happy, you know. It just fills up with this love, you know, and this this happiness within you, and. It's hard to explain, but it just does, and it, it's just amazing. So the more you let go of the self that you think you are, you let go, and then the universe love and the universe happiness just fills up from inside. 
that's really the only way I can explain it. It's lovely. It's the truth. That's really how it feels. Was there... Obviously, you know, you're talking, talking and listening to you. There was conviction right from the start. This is for me. And then um, you said it just there and you said it before we started, you know, this works. What was the point where you go from this is for me to this works? Was there was there a single point where you suddenly went, no, this Each level. This shit's for real. <laughs> Every day, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's how I, I'm like, this shit is real, you know. <laughs> Universe is hilarious, you know. It puts you through tests every single day to, to make mm. you realize who you are and who you're not, you know. Mm. And but was there a point when you like, this is real and I've got this, and like every level, every level you yeah. have that enlightenment, you know. So it just brings you stronger and stronger to that mm. universe consciousness. So you know, there, there was a lot. There's many, you know. But at the end of every level, you get that. Yeah. But you know, from the beginning, yeah, I definitely had it. I just knew something. Then I did it, and at the end of level one, that was like, oh my god! Like I can't even explain what, yeah. what I felt, but um, just to know that I, I wasn't that videotape, I wasn't that picture, and then yeah. that I'm, you know, more than that. Yeah, like you know, from a conscious universe consciousness, that's you know who I am. So to know that it was amazing. Just just level one, but it just gets deeper and, and stronger and stronger. So. Yeah that love, that happiness, and it just fills up within you, you know, and yeah, each level you, you confirm that even more. Mm. So how do you actually explain meditation? Um, how do I explain it? Yeah. Basically, you not, know. Not necessarily the, you are the film, you're the videotape. Mm. Right, that's, that's kind of a, yeah. a, a story around it. But yeah. as an actual thing, entity, activity, because I suppose on one level it is, yeah. how would you explain it? I guess the best way is, you know, just separating yourself from this 3D existence and connecting to that, you know, universe existence, you know. Mm. And that's what you do within that. Yeah. Definitely, like, we get so caught up in every day, three-day work, money, you know, health, sickness, you know, family. You know, we get so caught up in this human existence. You know, that's that's where, and we get lost in that, you know. And, and to just stop that and connect to, you know, that higher purpose, that higher consciousness, mm. you know, is... That to me is meditation and, mm. and yeah. Because I've often thought of life at times like a game of hide and seek that we play with ourselves. Yeah. And we go off into these stories and then we get lost <laughs> in yeah. the game of hide and seek. And it's like, oh shit, yeah, I was supposed to go back to this place. <laughs> yeah, well this, this, you know, this method, it, it makes you look at yourself. Yeah. And it makes you face up to yourself and... If people aren't ready to do that, then this meditation isn't for them. But yeah. if people are, then this meditation is for them because, you know, yeah. it's ourselves. Everything starts with ourselves, you know. If you're not happy, you can't blame anyone else for that except for ourselves. Yeah. So it's ourselves are the ones to to blame for everything. Like we have to take responsibility for our own lives. Mm. So if we're not happy, then we have to figure that out. And we can't blame anyone for that. 
did that realization at what point did that realize it because that's quite level two that's quite confronting (laughs) level two that's quite confronting it is a lot of people don't want to how is it my fault you know like it's my fault because i'm holding on to all this you know i'm the one who's not letting it go that's why it's my fault i need to let it go and i need to heal and i need to just move on and hmm. um you know how coach this stuff do is that right I, I don't coach or, it. I encourage word. people just to, like what I've done, follow the method. Yeah. Um, I am tra- training to be a helper. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah, that'll happen. I'm, I'm working towards that. But work's kind of more of a priority at the moment. Yeah. Well, my, my son is still young. But, yeah, I, any chance I get, I, I just encourage, I speak to everyone about this and I help them, mm. help them go through their levels and just explain the method at the centre. Uh, yeah and what's it like when you see because one of the big things about WA Real and, and the podcast at its base is um, creating an environment creating stories that people can take away so they feel safe to be able to go shit yeah I, I'm responsible for all of this you know it's, it's up to me no, one of the, you know, in some of the stories I've seen, can't be waiting for the medical system to come and save you. Can't be waiting for the government to come and save you. Can't be waiting for other people to come and save you. Um, the reason why you are where you are is because of you, and that's quite confronting. And yes. and you know, as 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 we just talked about it there, and you just went, oh yeah, level two. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's it like when you see that in others as well? What can you... A lot of people, yeah, they fight with that for a long time and they, they find it hard to accept, you know. So the longer you do, the longer the journey yeah. is. What, what, is the, what is in that fight, do you think? It's the ego, you know. The ego doesn't want to admit it's wrong, you know. You want, it likes to play the victim. And, mm. and, you know, as long as we play the victim, we're never going to be happy. We're never going to heal. Mm. And I'm not saying, you know, everyone has hard lives, you know. You know, I've seen my mum struggle through a lot of stuff and she still plays a victim and I still just love and try and be there for her as much as I can. But I know deep down, and I've spoken with her, you know, like the only way you're ever going to be happy and heal if you, if you try and forgive and just let it go, you know. You can't keep going with, you know, that this pain and the blame and the anger and the hate for whatever happened to her as a child. And I'm not saying that you know she doesn't deserve to be upset of course but hmm. it gets to the point where we we just have to accept that it happened and heal and let it go somehow so people can do it with different ways and different you know but this method just speeds up that process because it just works it's amazing hmm. what have been how, how have you seen this affect other parts of your life this meditation yeah everything um like for one like my job you know obviously financially before i did this meditation i had no money i was really poor single mom basically living on centrelink and just working a little bit you know but now i'm i'm so ambitious you know driven you know i want to i wanted to know more i want to learn i want to succeed you know before i i didn't have a reason i didn't want to i didn't have the confidence I didn't understand why I would want to or need to you know I, I had no reason before but now 
I don't know. There's, I'm just, I want to live. I, I want, as I said, I'm driven and I, I want to do what I, the, you know, to do the best I can in, in, in anything that I do. So, mm. um, yeah, family, you know, yeah, everyone sees a change in me. I don't know if, if they, they see the change in me with the meditation basically. And, and, you know, my relationships are good. Like I don't judge people, you know, I, I accept everyone and everything and it doesn't worry me what other people do, you know. You know, me, what this meditation has shown me is that, you know, basically before I did this meditation, I'd sit there and I'd see someone, you know, drunk on the street or whatever. In any, in, you know, people judge that kind of thing, you know, or in what other instance, you know. Even like rich people, you see them, you know, thinking, oh, they got money, they can, you know, they're better than whatever, they're better than people, they think they're better than people. I, I don't care about any of that anymore. What I'm trying to say is, sorry, I'm not explaining this very well. No, long. no, you, yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah, like you just accept things for the way they are. There's yeah. no judgment, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I really it, have no judgment really about how things are, you know, you just go about your day and mind your own business and be happy, you know, yeah. like. I'm a, I'm a better parent, you know, I definitely am a better, better parent as well. Your kids notice the difference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In what way? Are you more present? I'm more present, like, yeah, I'm, you know, I, even though I am working a lot, you know, to, to provide a better life for us, but I am more present and I do try, try, do try harder to be a better parent and they know that for sure. Mm. But, you know, they're young, so my daughter, my daughter will know, she's a bit older, but my son doesn't really understand, he just, he's just a spoiled now, yeah. He gets spoiled, yeah. Pretty much, but you know, he he also meditates as well. So does my daughter. So it's really good. Yeah. When um, it was interesting, you were saying you know like your family and those around you probably noticed the difference in you. How did they accept that to start with? Because it can sometimes be confronting for everybody. That's else. what I was trying to explain a little bit, but I didn't really go there. Um, okay. You know, you change so much. People don't understand like if it, if it's a good thing or a bad thing. They don't. Like I've changed. People like you the way you are. Yeah, they're used to you being one way, and the, and the thing is, I'm, I was always there for people, right? More than I am now, in in the way that I was there, just kind of cleaning up their mess instead of letting them clean up their own mess. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm more cleaning up my own mess, and so I guess people think, you know, it's kind of a selfish thing that I'm doing, just because I'm looking after my own well-being and and I'm helping people that actually want to help themselves, mm. you know. So for the people that don't want to be on that boat, basically, that can be hard for them to swallow, if yeah. that makes sense. I had a great story about um, life, uh, life, coast lifeguards. Um, you know, if they see a boat going down, and you know, you've got the guy who gets helicoptered in, who does he say first? People are swimming towards him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Himself, of course. Yeah. So, you know... Those who want help. Uh, yeah, the ones, yeah, yourself and then the ones that want help, you know, that's how it has to go, isn't it? Yeah. Because you can't help people that don't want to be helped or aren't ready to help themselves. Everyone's on their own journey, so. Is there a danger within meditating that, so if you've got somebody who's of a quite, um, let's say, addictive personality that then meditation becomes the new thing because um, I see it as something that 
creates space, creates perspective, like you say, seeing the video, seeing how you go and this, that and the other. But then it creates space, um, which then gives me capacity to go and do stuff when I'm not meditating and it, it becomes clearer. Mm. I have witnessed in others um, this hot, this lean towards spending a lot of time meditating and not so much time doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it almost becomes this, you know, a bit of internal navel gazing is a great thing to do, right? But then at the other end of the scale, you've got to go and meet the universe halfway and go and do something. <laughs> Do you, do you see that? Yeah, of course. That's why this method, we actually meditate with our eyes open. Right. So, so there is a method, you're moving the body and you are doing stuff while you're meditating. So you can yeah. see, you know, you go do community service or you go do, you know, volunteer work and you see what mind comes up. You know, you can see how your mind works and how negative yeah. it can be and how I shouldn't have to do this or, you know, whatever comes up, your mind, it'll show you and then you see it. Yes. I'm like, whoa, you know, God, I'm thinking, you know, you think you're a good person, but then when you start to see how your mind works when you're doing something you're not totally comfortable yeah. with, you know, really, we are not in control of our minds and our thoughts. And this meditation shows you that. So, you know, the more you, you do it and, yeah, you actually, we, we learn how to meditate in everyday lives while we're working. You know, it's just being conscious of what thoughts are coming up and seeing our minds. So, yeah. you know, and it is, it meets universe shows us our mind mm. and then sees you know shows us our negative mind it shows us our habits our addictions it shows us everything and always being conscious of the thoughts so that's that's what this method does so you, you know there's no hiding <laughs> you can yeah. never hide that's the thing this is quite yeah you try and hide but you're not going to get very far you're going to stay with, the, with wherever if you stop that's where you stay you're yeah. never going to push through that, you know, and th those thoughts and those habits are always going to control you until you face it and you accept it and then you let it go. Yeah. Uh, was that your answer? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's your answer. Well, was that your question? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's no right and wrong on WA Real. <laughs> Where do you think you'd be if you hadn't gone in? Jeez, I think about that sometimes. And yeah? I don't know. If you hadn't, if you'd just taken that flyer and thrown it in the bin. Oh, I wonder, and I really, I don't want to imagine it. Really. You don't want to imagine it. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it just wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a happy place, happy times at all. You know, the amount of happiness that I've experienced these last six, seven years has just been unbelievable. You know, and I'm telling you, it's been hard at times as well. But without pushing through way? those hard times, there's no way I would have reached these happy extremely happy moments yeah. the everyday life um oh, you know just overcoming yourself overcoming the self that is you know wants to play the victim you know it's hard to explain there's a, there's a process you know there's yeah. lots happen but you know you really have to overcome the self that doesn't want to let go you know yeah and you have to be pushed through that you know it's like you know when you yeah when you have a baby you know it hurts and it's hard at first but once you know, it's like you to be born. It's not easy, and or to to experience. You know, to climb the mountain. It's not easy, but once you're there, that satisfaction and that happiness. You know, it, it's it's there, and you got to just keep climbing the mountain. You know, yeah. to to get that experience and to overcome yourself. You know, and everything 
all, all your, all your, basically our own demons, all our own, you know, negative pat, patterns and, you know, stuff we, most people don't even realize that we have. That's the thing, you know, and we don't realize how, how, how our minds are. But once we see and once we push through and overcome, you know, it's just a whole new life, you know. It's just like, I can't explain it very well most of the time, but it's just unbelievable. Mm. You know, really push through and overcome that self that's stopping you from being happy. Yes. Um, once you do that, and yeah, it's just unbelievable. So yeah, just waking up every day now and not having those depressed, anxious thoughts, you know, that's the main thing. Like that used to just plague me. You'd wake up and just not want to get out of bed because, you know, everything that we have in our minds and we carry, you know, it carries on our bodies, you know, it, it stops us from being successful it stops us from being happy and not having that you know every day you can just wake up and you can just go with that three day without feeling depressed or anxious or you know worrying about you know normally i'd be worrying about coming and doing this podcast with you and i was i didn't i wasn't even worried you know like normally that would have stressed me out big time <laughs> but you know he's doing just doing your everyday life yeah. stuff you know you just you just do it and you don't really think about it it's just life so much better so how long and often do you meditate each day um now i i do it every day yeah like we have group sessions at the center yeah you know the center by yourself open. as well i do it like while i'm at work i do it while i'm driving the bus you know just all the thoughts yeah it's just energy you know you're just letting it go and you know if you're feeling tired or if you're feeling whatever you just let it go you follow there's a method we follow we just do it so it's a constant thing it's an everyday thing you know but, you know, we have a method we follow and we do it intensively and that's when you have your breakthrough moments. Yeah. Um, with your eyes closed, we, we do it, but we do it with our eyes open and mm. it's just an everyday thing we, we're always doing. It's like you have your mantra, you know, whatever people have. It's just about being aware of what you have in your mind and just letting it go. And that's really what it's, what it's about and it's just, yeah, it's just unbelievable. What do you think? Western Australia would be if everyone spent at least 20 minutes a day sitting quietly. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Like, helping the people that want to meditate, you know, and just seeing them happy and, you know, I really, that's that's my wish. I want, I want people to be happy, you know, to feel how I feel, you know. And if, yeah, everyone just did, yeah, it would be amazing. Like the John Lennon song, imagine all the people living life in peace. You know that's yeah. really. What else is there? Mm. Mm. Um. So what? I know this might seem like a strange story, but question. But so what have you learned about yourself now, having gone through this journey? Um, what are some of the new? strengths and skills yeah. and capabilities and gifts that that you might have unearthed that you've got to give to the planet and the yeah. people around you what are some of the things you've actually personally learned about yourself through this my communication skills aren't the best like i'm verbally <laughs> i'm very you know eager to share but i'm you know i would really like to improve on that a bit more but you know, before that eagerness to share, you know, there's no way I'd even talk to anybody, you know. I had nothing important to say to anybody that was worth anyone's time. 
Um, so yeah, I've definitely got the confidence now to at least talk to people and, and just share, share, you know, just give yeah. my time and give my, give my time and my, you know, um, yeah, what else? Oh, there is stuff. Let me think. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's just my confidence. That's really what was stopping me before. Like I have, I do have skills, you know, I'm You're capable of doing more confident than you ever realised. Yeah. Definitely, like before, there's no way I would do half the stuff I do now. Um, and just to, yeah, share that with people, you know, give my time, volunteer my time to meditation just to share this with people. That's that's something that I'm very grateful to be able to do. Um, so what other skills, you know? I don't know. <laughs> you threw that one at me. I wasn't really I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, the biggest thing is... My, this has changed my life with my confidence, my self-esteem, my self-worth, you know, from feeling like you're really nothing to feel like, okay, I do belong in this world. Does life have purpose now? Yeah, to completely, no. before it just didn't. And what is that purpose? To help people. Yeah. To help people, you know, just to help people come out from them. We're all living in like this mental prison, you know, and to help people realize that there's more to life and that we don't have to suffer in that, you know, anymore. So to help people, that's really, that's all I will be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. Mm. What does the next three to five years look like for Erin? This, this meditation. Yeah. And, and just working and trying, yeah. Trying. You saying, any goals? Goals. I just, I always just go with the universe flow, you know, that's just, yeah. that's, I just trust the universe has a plan for me and that's where I'm going. I'm right on the universe wave and. As long as I'm helping people, I, f I feel like, you know, help people come out from that prison the way that I did, you know, that's all I want to do now. Uh, yeah, you know, just to be happy, healthy, help people, help my family, help my friends and everyone I meet. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Awesome. Awesome. Um, what's Erin grateful for? Other than meditation. Other than this meditation. <laughs> I think meditation. we've done that. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm very grateful to be here, so thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm grateful to like it's hard to be grateful for other, when you take meditation out of it because really this meditation has made me grateful for everything. So yeah, it's hard. Everything, to, yeah, everything. Like my whole life now is because of this meditation. So you know, I have to say meditation. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> That's all right. I'm grateful, you know, I've got wonderful kids, I've got great family, friends, you know, great job. So I'm very grateful for my life now, yeah, very much so. And finally, one of the questions I I ask my guests is, if you could take one little nug nugget of knowledge, I probably know what it's going to be, but if you take one little nugget of knowledge and upload it into the collective consciousness, <laughs> what would it be? So everybody just gets it. Um, how do, what would it be? Yeah, like if everyone could experience what I've experienced through this, man, it would be amazing. I just want everyone to have this clear universe consciousness. You know, that's that's where the happiness is. It really is. <laughs> Sorry. Does, it's all right. No. <laughs> what does universe consciousness sort of look and feel like for you? It's the it's the yin and yang. You know, it's the all, the whole life of the the whole. 
you know, of everything, you know, it's, it's, it's in all of us, it's in everything, all the creations, that's the life, that's the love, and we all, you know, tap into that, you know, who wouldn't want to be happy, who wouldn't want to know, have purpose, you know, um, yeah, you know, you get stuck just going about everyday life, not connecting to that at all, and I've done that, it's not fun. Yes. <laughs> You know, you get lost on drugs and alcohol and bad behavior, bad habits, and it's not a good life. So I've done that. Now I've tried this. Yeah. I much prefer this. It's just, a, just yeah, to connect with that universe, consciousness, that love, that happiness, that joy, you know, that's, that's a good place yeah. to be. It's been super interesting talking to you because it's like to hear about the transformation from one place, which we see here read about so very often to where you are now and to talk about universe consciousness and just to come out of the story and come out of the videotape and it 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 seems so bloody obvious on one point but then so difficult on another yes it yeah it's it I just think it's, I was amazed by your story and, and, and listening to it. And, you know, you, you, this is not something whereby it's very easy at the moment to listen to people talk about, I know, meditation being spiritual and this, that, and the other. And it, and it comes from up here in the head. But talking to you, it comes from here in the heart. And you can just see it's a lived experience. Yes, definitely comes from the heart. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's something to be around. It's it's very impressive. Well, I'm glad you feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's a method. You know, this method. It is. It is simple. It's easy to follow. You know, we all have this videotape. It's up to us to want to let it go. Mm. And if we if we let it go, it's unbelievable. Just how things change. It's just unbelievable. And then you can reshape and redo whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it is easy if we actually just give it a go. Some people are ready, some people are not. You know, everyone's on yeah. a different journey. So, mm. and different people wake. You know, I find different people wake up at different. Yeah. Times. Yeah, definitely. So for me, this was definitely my time. Yeah. That's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. To just to be. To be able to be waken, to be able to wake up, you know, definitely. Mm. And it's, I guess, at sometimes because I get this, you know, I sit and listen to people, and you know, whether it's on the bus or on the train, or just and, and you just think, oh, I wish I could just wake up to that, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then that's not, that's me wanting that for me. And yeah. That's, not necessarily their time yet. That's right. That's that's the part we realise as we go through these levels. You know, you know, every every time we judge someone, you know, we we think that person should be this way or that way. You know, mm. we're not even looking at ourselves. You know, that's how. You know, that's to realise that. Like, who am I to judge that person? You know, once you actually start looking in your own yeah. backyard, in your own mind, and your own negative thoughts and judgments, and you realise, wow, you know. I thought I was a good person and I thought, you know, I did well for people, whatever, but 
when you can actually see yourself in then then you start thinking wow i don't deserve to judge or look at anybody like really yeah and that's an amazing part of the meditation you know but it's it is looking yourself in the mirror and seeing all your faults and weaknesses and and accepting that yeah you know that's if everybody in the world did that the the world would be a better place (sighs) can you imagine yes but anyway you know it's a process you know so it's yeah it's a process getting through that yeah bit yeah no, 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 I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right not to me. Yeah, well, you know, people go, you know, holidays, shopping, you know, they they go do all this stuff to kind of fill the void, you know, but, you know, or drugs, it doesn't matter what it is. People, everyone has something that they use to fill that void because mm. everyone has the void. Yeah. Because we're all incomplete, you know, none of us are complete, happy people. Um, so when... You know, this come along and I grabbed it with both hands because I knew there was no other answer. I just knew there wasn't. And this was, this was, is the answer. And it's so simple. Just to clean up what you've got in your own, you know, in your own mind and, and just let go of all that and just become happy. Yeah. It's just, what else is there? You know, the true happiness that really makes us happy instead of, you know, love, money, you know, holidays work, you know, then we die and that's it. Like, what is the point? We have to really figure out why we're here in the first place. Yeah. Now I, <clears throat> I can go to work. Now I can have money. Now I can have family. Now I can have love because I'm happy inside. Yeah. So, you know. You, you write the story now. Yeah. You write the script. Yeah. It's... And you put meaning into. Yeah. There is meaning in everything now. Before there just absolutely wasn't yeah. meaning in anything to me. Now everything feels like it's yeah has a there's a purpose to my life it's to yeah to help people now and just yeah and continue to to clean up what i've got you know because yeah. it's a process we're never we're never perfect you know it's still a process of of continuously of um cleaning up so yeah mm. well if it, you know even a house needs yeah exactly exactly yeah so do you see um you know the prevalence of depression anxiety drug taking etc as as like symptoms of people trying to fill this void definitely rather than actual cause they become spiraling causes within themselves yeah definitely you know people are only happy while the circumstances are right you know so people seem like a lot of people say oh no i'm happy my life's good i'm like okay so you know what happens if you lose your job and you lose all your money and then you can't afford to pay all this all this nice stuff you've got? Will you be happy then? No, people have breakdowns because of that. Yeah. Or you know you lose loved ones. You know, of course that's going to happen. But at least with something like this, a more understanding from the universe consciousness about what this life is about, mm. you have that support. You know, and you have that to get you through. So it just the universe just really looks after you and it does doesn't it it does if you let it if you let it, it <laughs> stop does. telling it that it doesn't and when it doesn't it's because you you have to learn you've got lessons to learn you know you, you got the universe wants you to listen show you how to let go yeah and if you don't listen it'll show you in another way <laughs> yeah it'll give you a massive face slap <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep yeah indeed erin it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today thank you so much Bryn. if anybody wants to find out more about where you go and meditate where can they find out um, Perth Meditation or Mandra Meditation. Yeah. Um, and what's the website? Website is... So Perth Meditation is perthmeditation.net and mandrameditation.net. Cool.
Erin, thank you very much. Thank you.